Hello and welcome to this episode 30 of the Stack Magazine's podcast. My name is Stephen Watson, I'm the founder of Stack and I'm recording this on Thursday the 27th of April 2017. This week's conversation is with Max Barnett and Patricia Villarrio, the editor and fashion director of Pilot magazine. And Pilot is a photography magazine that only uses analog photography and promises to never retouch for beauty. And this for me is something that I think on first uh, encounter can sound like some kind of search for authenticity when actually, as you'll hear from this conversation, there's a ton of artifice uh, and, and clever craftwork that goes into the images in this magazine. But crucially, all that work is done in the camera, in the studio, with the lighting and the makeup artists. And they speak in the, the conversation about how uh, they see analogue as a way of uh, helping photographers to slow down. So rather than just firing off hundreds of shots making a photographer uh, think and be more selective and, and more careful about the, the pictures that they're creating. They speak about the progress of the actual magazine itself, so starting literally as a student project and learning from mistakes along the way. As ever, I'm just amazed by how disarmingly open and honest the magazine makers are when they're talking about the stuff that they're doing, and I really appreciate it. You will hear a helicopter uh, towards the end of the interview. Uh, the conversation took place in one of our rooms at Somerset House, which is called the Glass Room, because it has a lovely glass roof uh, that lets in lots of lovely sunlight, uh, but it means that if a helicopter hovers above the building, uh, you kind of have to wait for it to go away. So that's exactly what we did, uh, and you'll hear that the sound sort of dips down and, and comes back and resumes the conversation anyway i hope you enjoy this episode of the stack magazines podcast with me speaking with max and patty from pilot magazine all right so i'm here with max barnett and patricia villirillo Yes. Uh, okay, <laughs> let's say that's near enough. Uh, yeah. So, Max, you're the editor-in-chief of Pilot Magazine, and Patricia, you're the fashion director, and together you are collaboratively the creative directors. Yeah, yeah. Pilot. <laughs> and Pilot is a, a, a fashion and fine art photography magazine. Yeah. But with a difference. So what is that difference? Okay, the difference between like other publications is that the magazine is all based in analog photography and we don't do any beauty retouching, which is was like what Max decided like to focus on when he was studying at the university. And as soon as he graduated, like he started to put together all of his team and uh, the magazine started to get like a uh, direction. Yeah, because before there wasn't really much direction. I was just a student taking analogue pictures, you know, making little pamphlets. And then, you know, from there was kind of, once we met the team, once I met Patricia, once we had Rachel, we had Anna, we had Dan and Henry. I mean, we all kind of came together and really started to find our direction, which I think was really important from from the perspective of being a student and trying to actually have a, a serious magazine, I feel. I think this is something that you get time and again with magazines, is you'll get one person who's got this vision they know where they want it to go, but actually a magazine is the work of several people. Like you need it's a team around it. And also what you just said is kind of interesting because, yeah, there are lots of people that they start 
a publication, like having a solid direction, but this comes also like in terms of life experience and background of what you actually do. And like this is not the case of Pilot because we all basically like Max, this was Max's dissertation and <clears throat> As soon as he graduated, like of course, like he couldn't have that much like experience in in the field, and I was assisting, for example, and uh, within different publication. But of course, like it's it's different when people start a magazine and they are already like forty mm -hmm. and they are like full of contact. And what happened with us is a completely different journey because we started that we made our own contacts like yeah, trying things do thing, doing things wrong and going in the completely wrong direction that this i think that is a very important point because all the wrong things that we have done like we could have learned from our mistake how to make the we, magazine we that from from each other i think that that's kind of one thing that i think is is really special about pilot is that you can really see how the magazine has progressed and changed like issue one was just a completely different world to where we feel like we're in now so what's changed what's been the big difference i think we've become more particular about what we like you know we've divert we've we've, um, we've specified sorry on on kind of the kind of style of work that we want to see in the magazine but then also patricia's got a very specific direction for the fashion and if we have any fashion photography work that needs to satisfy both the aesthetics that we really want and um and i think that's why um it's we, uh, what, what I love most about it is seeing that kind of each issue we have this kind of thread pulling us forward rather than one of the things that we think a lot is is there are loads of amazing new magazines that start but like you said Patty they've got you know more experience or someone who's maybe been in the industry for 10 years or already done something before and they start with a product that's ready and and we didn't which we're really proud exactly. of <laughs> and also like the vision that the magazine I think that got like before Max mentioned about like the fashion side and for us like we are trying to represent a kind of fashion that has got like a soul that has got a narrative that has got something to say in fact all of our, all of the photographers that we use they are all based on documentary photography or like fine arts photography and we make a marriage like the fashion side on on a kind of like a, a, a bigger scale of mm -hmm. what the the photography is because it still needs to be art and it still needs to have a narrative. Like pilot is based on a storytelling, is based on like saying something, it's not about just shooting fashion. Because yeah, fashion for us would never be nonsensical and I think that's one thing we really stress a lot, um, especially with the trends within fashion photography. I mean, it does have a tendency to kind of veer in the nonsensical direction. Mm. So when we see a story, either it's been submitted to us or, or you know, one that's maybe come back and it, and it kind of has that lookbook kind of feel, where it's a bit too fashion, it kind of, and it doesn't, we don't feel like we're taking anything away from it then, so we want to really emphasize the storytelling, especially within the fashion photography, because the documentary sto stories already have, like, a really strong narrative. And so why is analogue so important to all of this? Because the, so, you, you know, you say the magazine has evolved from the start, but mm -hmm. right at the beginning, that analogue rule was in there. So what do you get from that? So much. I really think we get so much. I mean, I, I think if we'd done this magazine and it had been based in digital, or like not based in either preference, but you know, we were essentially a digital magazine, I just think we wouldn't have progressed in the way that we have. There's something about the way that analog slows you down and really makes you appreciate the value of the medium and kind of really what it's worth. And the I think procedure, about, or yeah, the procedure that the analog like need like, to add that. Needs like, to work in a sense. And, and I think that that area of of 
of, of um, how analog works is what I think really captures photographers and, and slows them down and excites them again, especially now that we live in the time of instant gratification and, every, and everything you photograph you can have online within 30 seconds. So I think that slowing down procedure is really important and that's where the analogue has made a huge difference for us and for the level of the magazine, like the standard of the work in the magazine. And also for the emotion, I think that the, that the analogue really gives to you, like when you are on set, like you are not, in, you are not facing something or framing something in front of you and being like, okay, I'm going to just shoot and I'm going to see which one is the best picture. You are on set, but you are like physically and emotionally on set because you are looking at something and you're making sure that what you have like in front of you is perfect and you need to work because, I mean, and again, as like we are an independent magazine, like we don't have like a huge budget that we can just shoot and see like what is going to happen. Like Yeah, and you can't just shoot like off a hundred rolls of film and just be like, meh, you know, yeah. see, see what happens here because it, it wouldn't be... It wouldn't be possible for the photographers to do that. It wouldn't be possible for us to do that. So that is, and again, I feel that goes back to the whole slowing down because you select what you want in the camera. And I think that that's for me personally how the analog works so well is that I'm, I, I find myself being very like decisive all of a sudden. And when you have the option to shoot anything and everything, you just you do that, and then you like you say you find you find the good within everything else. So, so it's to do with the intention and the art and the composition of an image rather than just like blasting off a hundred shots of something and knowing that you'll, be, you'll get something that you can work yeah. in the end. So, and then there's the other part of it, so the, um, the no beauty retouching, which also has been in from the start. Mm -hmm. what, what's going on there? What, what's the idea behind that? I mean, it's just, it's just part of the kind of the soul of the magazine now, really. And, it's, it's something that we even now at this stage we feel like we're we're not trying to be like yeah we don't beauty retouch because it's kind of become a part of just what we do like it shouldn't be a thing you know and I think that we have seen a, a, a change in a lot of like kind of general photography and fashion work and seeing a lot more skin real skin since we started which is I think really exciting I think there's no re like I mean again as I said before if you're on set and like you have your whole team and you have your casting like if if you're sure of what you're doing and if if you have a solid idea a solid narrative that you're trying to represent like there is really no yeah. need like to to retouch anything neither like a spot or neither for example in this new cover you can see that there is one little hair one little yeah. hair like i mean i think I think it's great that it's there. It's kind of crazy that it's the accepted thing that that hair would be removed. It would be in any other magazine that would have would have it's been subconsciously, removed. Like as well, you 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 just start like as an image editor as well. Like if if it was a different thing, then I probably would have been like, oh yeah, just remove that. If it was for someone else, for instance, then you know you wouldn't think twice about removing that hair. But that's one of the things that we want to celebrate is all of these tiny little differences, and I think that. The editing process should be more about the colours and the contrast and, you know, like we said, like the composition, like these things are the most important thing. Um, and then really retouching is just not in comparison. Yeah. Because you can do great retouching if you want, but if you can't colour correct an image, then, right. then the image, it, the, the, I, I, we see it, we personally see the images in a completely different light if, they're, if, they're, if they come through to us perfectly balanced. We're completely in love and that's and that's when I think retouching is really special. Because another interesting point I think that lots of people like sometimes when they think about the analog photography they think about like our raw photography and for us like mm. it's absolutely the opposite because... We want refined photography but on analog <laughs> and we, we do get a lot of 
like yeah misconceptions that we kind of have you know a lot of like really light, overly light leaky and indie kind of looking photography as well but that's kind of not, not happening as much anymore we're not getting that's that. not happening anymore but mm-hmm. like it, it used to happen a lot and mm-hmm. like there are like there are people that associate like that kind the analog photography with not like something per like not something polished yeah so 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 analog is kind of it's indie it's that mm. scratchy yeah, kind of so. saturated sort of yeah it's yeah. not yeah but indie scratch is not like it's the opposite of what yeah. we try yeah. to do exactly. in fact that's an instagram filter exactly yeah. <laughs> exactly Whereas we want to see, you know, the the grain and the texture of the film, but for us, that's that's enough to show that it's it's definitely film. I mean, you look at both of the covers, for instance, and you know, you can see all of the kind of that texture, and I think that's really um, relevant to why we love analog as well so much. So you you've got the two um, covers in front of us this time. Mm-hmm. Um, what made you want to go with two covers for this? What, what are you trying to tell people? Each time we've done like a new issue except for the first issue the first issue we did have two covers but I think that was because we were just kind of trying it out you know it wasn't really anything any particular reason um, whereas from there onwards we were very specific about having one cover because we wanted one voice for each issue and we thought that was that the most important thing is that we as, especially as a younger magazine that we had to be consistent in our image and, and what that was um, so we were just choosing one but we got to this issue and you know this is the sixth issue and we've done five covers which are all you know fashion based work and half of the magazine is still dedicated to documentary and fine art photography so we really felt like this was a, a great first documentary cover for us to have is this gun nation from Zed Nelson okay so 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 this is um, Zed Nelson uh, I I've got to put my hands up and say I'd never heard of him before, but I I understand that he is a famous photographer. He's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> He's we amazing. feel really lucky that we got like that for this issue. Like not only for like the photography journey that he did, but like as before I was saying about like the importance of the narrative for us, the storytelling, like every single series that Zed has done, like it's got a, a power, it's got a voice, he's saying something that is not afraid of showing like what what his thoughts are yeah what his thoughts are and, and what the society is and what yeah. the people are in in, in all over the world and in, in every different nation yeah. and country and little village yeah we've been fans of his work for a long time and and we actually came into contact with him because he did something similar to this on Monocle, um, they on the Monocle radio they did like a stack thing. Oh yeah, the, the, the yeah, stack on Monocle. The stack on Monocle. Yeah. Yeah. And, and he talked yeah. about pilot. And he spoke about pilot, and he brought a copy with him to it when they were talking about different magazines. Wow. And um, yeah, and that's how we found out that he knew about us, and then we got in touch with him uh, based off of that, really. And then yeah, that must have been an exciting moment listening to the like yeah, yeah. The, the podcast going your ears. Like, yeah. He's not going to talk about us. He's not yeah. going to talk about us. <laughs> <laughs> we, did, we were like, right, that's it. We need to get we need to get Zed now. <laughs> so, and so the, the series that you've got is Gun Nation. Yeah, well, no, there's actually no. a mixture of, of a, a few different projects. It's it's basically um, the cover story is is an in conversation with between Zed and I about his um, body of American work, mm-hmm. but specifically documentary work between like '98 and the early 2000s. So we cover um, I think four or five different projects. We have Gun Nation, um, we have a bit of, I think there's a little bit of Oklahoma Drought, yeah. We also have 
um, the, his 9-11 series as well, and a, a series that he did called uh, Ku Klux Klan series, which um, in 98, and then Hillbilly Hair in West Virginia. Yeah, quite a few, basically. We've got, we mixed it of, 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 the, of all the projects that he'd done in that small period of time. And these are all black and white images, yeah. documentary photographs yes. of... Yeah, he's shooting colour as well, like he's not only a black and white photographer. These, these series, and at this time in his career, he was shooting mostly black and white. Uh-huh. Um, so all of the things that came through um, when we were doing the edit, because he sent us more series to kind of to, to look through in order to make an edit. And we, I think we had about three or four colour images, but about 30 black and white right. images in our... So we were like, okay, let's keep it black and white, this story. I think that we'll give it the, the best kind of... We'll show it in the best way. And so this is photography with, with a, what looks like a, a very clear social um, story being told. So the, your cover, you've got an amazingly arresting image of a guy with a handgun and combat pants holding a, a baby. <laughs> yeah. It's <laughs> amazing, isn't it? <laughs> I, yeah, it's, uh, it's definitely arresting. Um, and again, that's why I said I think it was such a great choice for us to, to choose this image for our first documentary cover because we're kind of it, it is supposed to be quite powerful, a powerful way for us to say to show the two halves of the magazine. And so then the the other side of it is the other cover, and this is a, a, a very close crop on a beauty image. So what, what's the thinking with that one? Um, the reason why, because we actually toyed with the. Uh, we, the, the close-up image is like kind of our fashion cover. I know we know you can't see any fashion on it, um, except for a slim Barrett earring. Um, <laughs> but um, yeah, and also it's really important to see the texture of the model skin. I think that's something that was was really important in terms of showing the the no beauty retouching side of the magazine as well. So we feel like this the the, the fashion cover was relevant because it, it was kind of our first kind of quite confrontational facial portrait, but also. It gives away, like, it, you can see the texture of the analogue and you can see the texture of the model skin. So it kind of really highlights the two areas of the magazine that we love. Um, and the reason why we chose these two kind of covers together is because the portrait of Jess, uh, the close-up image, um, we really felt that she had the power kind of behind her eyes and in her expression to actually work with the Z image because everything else we were putting up next to the Z image was kind of just not as powerful and, or not powerful enough to hold itself like right. up against the Z one. And it's a very different type of power as well. Mm. So, I mean, the, you have, on the one hand, a very obviously masculine image. You've got a guy with a gun. <laughs> like the, you know, the, and on the other one, you've got a, a woman a with A woman this... with power. A exactly. Woman but it's uh, not afraid of, like, looking at a man that is holding... Yeah. It's holding the gaze. Yeah. Exactly. You, so we were upstairs buying a coffee uh, before we came down here, and you mentioned that this one has been the toughest one yet. So, <laughs> tell us, tell us some war stories. How has this been the toughest one? Uh, where should we start? <laughs> um, I mean, with each issue, I think it gets harder for us, to be honest, um, because as we're growing and, and learning ourselves, we're becoming more particular and more specific about what it is that we want, and so our standards for ourselves and for the work that we want to show increases, increases, increases. So, obviously. I think we put a lot of extra pressure on ourselves because Patty and I are both kind of crazy workaholics. Yeah. And um, I think that um, <laughs> the reason why this one's been stressful is just it's been it's been difficult. We had a lot. We had a much shorter time period. We turned it around in I think basically two and a half months. This issue. Because and we had a problem with the printing. Of the previous issue, so um, that kind of knocked us back a, a fair amount. We had to go through a reprint, and you know, and these things do happen. Unfortunately, like 
to, not that I mean we'd found out it happened to other magazines in the same month like that when, when something goes wrong unfortunately it does kind of halt you um, and you really can't do anything because we, we couldn't sell the magazine that we had and we needed to organise a reprint so we, we ended up being six weeks behind on, on delivering the issue um, that then had knock on effects to how long it took to then start the next issue um, but also which, like creatively I think because like we, we were a bit yeah. like we were kind of stuck because Lots of people were just like around us and they were like, just send the, just send the copies, it's fine, no one is going to realize. And we were like, no, because this is not why we are doing this. Like, if yeah. this is not at the level of what we well, are we doing, we are not going to present it to anyone. Mm. So there were also that side of like, kind of critique from like the outsider that they were mm. like, just do it. And we were like, no. So we were, we, we really wanted to fix the problem before yeah, to yeah. actually start to think about the new theme. Every, we didn't mention anything about this yet. Like every issue of Pilot has got a theme mm. all the time. Yeah, that's actually the third most important thing, I think. <laughs> Which yeah. we, I know we spoke about the analog and then maybe you'll be touching, but the theme is, is super, super important. And in, in, also in relation to the fact that we love to tell stories and we want any kind of fashion work to have a narrative behind it. So the theme for us is so important. This one's the perspective issue. And we kind of, and alongside every theme, we present a huge mood board to each of the photographers that we want to shoot for the issue and all of the writers that we want to write for the issue so they can kind of get a feel for the area that we want to talk about and give them like a list of like, in regards to perspective, we make like a bullet point list of different ideas and options. And then yeah, they kind plus of, we have a visual research that goes like through like different kind of topics that we would like the other team. I mean, it's just yeah. like... Just as a visual kind of, yeah. um, like a catalyst almost. And to what extent is the magazine, how much of it are you commissioning people to go out and shoot new stuff and how much of it is work that exists already? Well, for example, in this issue, we only have uh, one story that is like the Z story that is a portfolio review that we basically did with him. And all the other ones that we have, they are like original and exclusive series that they have been shot for pilot. For example, we have Chadwick Taylor that he went in Florida um, and he explored this theme of escapism. And, um, and, and selfless acts. I mean, one of the ideas of perspective, one of the ideas that I'm personally really interested in is this idea of selfless acts and, and why and, and why we, why people do them and what the motivations behind them are and, and so Chadwick's, Chadwick really liked that kind of idea within the theme and that was the story that he kind of the route that he went down so you kind of see people kind of helping each other out but it's also the colour tones that he chose which I think are really important he has this really mellow kind of American yellows basically which we really love um, we have a really amazing feature on Bruce McLean um, he's, he's an amazing kind of painter sculptor fine artist who was very active in the 70s and, and, and onwards basically um, this was shot by Oliver Eglin who's a young photographer who had a contact with Bruce and and we were in love with his previous work so we kind of it's, we kind of have these a mixture of features basically that get shot for the issue we seem to have a helicopter landing <laughs> the, 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 the trouble is being in a room that has a glass roof you really do hear this was a great example of where we work with, with a lot of kind of experienced photographers and artists that kind of really give us an, ex, like, an understanding about the work that we really want to make. And I think that it's really important that we have this relationship with, with people who've been working in the industry for years, but also a relationship with who's young and who's kind of just finding their feet. And this is a great example of that because Oliver's a young photographer who's just about to finish his MA at the RTA. And um, he had found... Bruce through a, I think through a gallery or through a friend and we love this idea of these kind of minds coming together like uh, people from 
a previous generation and people from our generation and and I think that was also really important for the the theme, the perspective issue and I wanted the kind of interviews like this to be more conversations than interviews because I like this idea of like what we're doing right now sitting around a table and, and talking. Yeah and for us it was like a very big pleasure like to to, to have like Bruce in, in the magazine like one of like as we said before like we always work like building mood boards and like we do a visual research and like Bruce was actually like in so many like mood boards that we actually put mm. together during yeah. the year like there were like some iconic image of uh, that they've been like exhibited at the Tate and for us like you know like when you when you think about art and you start to think about like galleries or museum all over the world and when you can actually have in your magazine like an exclusive interview like that the artist is 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 just giving the time to to you and like he I mean for us it was like a really really big honor. And isn't that the great thing about a magazine that you can go to somebody who you have so much admiration exactly. and respect for and say we're doing this little thing over here and we would love yeah. to have you as part of it. I think that they're, they're just so good at putting you in the heart of things. And it's really interesting through all this, so, so through the, the theme of the perspectives and this idea of no beauty retouching, it's very easy within that to get a kind of a worthy idea of um, this is no beauty retouching because we want to show uh, like real women or the, you know, sort of like you know, Dove Real Women campaign mm. or something. But actually... This is a million miles away from that. You're, yeah, you're doing something yeah. that it, it can be full of artifice, but that artifice all happened with a makeup artist exactly, yeah. and a model exactly. in a room. Yeah, and I think that, that and it also it, it pushes the teams to the teams who are shooting each of the editorials to really work on what they're shooting. It makes them hyper aware that they because when when you know nothing's going to be sorted out afterwards, you need to be on top of your game. So I think. That's really people get more involved and it become also more fun I think I mean we are really lucky yeah. our job is I mean I think we, we do one of the best like the nicer job in the world and like being on set and actually have the chance to be creative and experiment your creativity and be there and like look at what you have in front of you and if there is something that you want to change you need to change it in that moment because <laughs> you don't have a second chance there's that. no safety net you exactly. don't have that digital safety exactly. net exactly yeah well, look, it's a, a beautiful magazine. I have literally, you, you just brought this in and I've had a chance for a quick flick before speaking, so I'm looking forward to giving this a, a proper read now. Uh, but thank you very much for coming in and chatting about it. Thank, thank you very much for having us. Thank you for having us. <laughs>Okay, that's it for this week. I should say that the launch party for this issue of Pilot is happening literally right now as I record this bit of audio. There's a party happening over in Shoreditch somewhere. Um, unfortunately, I am on childcare duty tonight, so I can't be there myself, but I'm consoling myself by making a little podcast about the magazine instead. Uh, it does mean, however, that magazines will literally be on shelves right now, so you can go and see them for yourselves go and check out those split covers uh, and see the work that max and patty are doing uh, as ever i really appreciate them taking the time out to come over and speak to me so thanks very much to them for that uh, if you would like to hear more of this sort of thing then uh, go and follow us on soundcloud or itunes uh, and we will deliver next week's episode straight to your phone or your computer or however else you listen to these podcasts as soon as it's ready
Thanks very much for listening and we'll be back next week. Thank you.